All right. Welcome everybody to the next episode of the Tulsa Life Podcast. We are here today with the lovely Michael Chandler. We're so happy to have you on this today. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah. And it's a really, you know, important day, uh, important in the history of our country. It's, it's September 11th, which is always a very somber day, a day of remembering, um, a day of, of gratitude, you know, just for the great country that we live in. Um, it's always a reflective day to look back to and to remember, you know, everything that happened on September 11th and also look forward in the sense that we're going as a country, we're still healing. Um, it's still something that, that it just seems unbelievable, but we're also so grateful for the country we live in, the people who fight for our country, our firefighters, our first responders. It's just, it's a really great day of remembrance and uh, gratitude. So one of the things that I wanted to kind of point out right away is that, you know, we're so grateful for you and the service that you've given to your country. And I kind of wanted to start there and say, tell us a little bit, you know, about you and who you are and kind of a little background information on you. Um, pretty straightforward stuff. Uh, I'm a son of a veteran. My dad was a sailor, so I was born in a naval hospital. So maybe it was kind of destined that I was going to end up serving myself. Uh, I joined the Marine Corps straight out of high school. Uh, and Ironically enough, I was honorably discharged just a couple of months before September 11th. So um, I thought for sure I was going to get recalled. I had four years of eligibility to be recalled. Never happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, so then after that didn't happen, I went ahead and joined the Army. And I did another 16 years in the Army there. Uh, with so two, how long were you, you were a Marine for how long? Four years. Four years. Yeah. And then you were in the Army for 16. Yes. So 20 years right. in that, service. That makes you eligible for like the traditional retirement. Okay. That's amazing. And so I, I, I don't know because, um, unlike you, I wasn't blessed to be in a family, you know, that, that was military. Um, my dad was a cabinet maker, so I don't have a whole lot of knowledge, but is that something that's, that's pretty common, like being in one branch and then retiring from that branch or being honorably discharged and then joining another? Do you see that often? You do see it quite a bit, uh, particularly with the relationship between the Marine Corps and the army. It happens quite a bit, but it's not super common. No. Okay. Okay, so what made you decide to join the Army? Uh, well, I went and talked to all the recruiting branches again when I was deciding to come back. And there were, honestly, it was about the recruiter. The Army recruiter really spent the time with me, uh, made me feel like he was paying attention to what I wanted, um, and didn't hurt. They gave a big bonus check. So There you go. Okay, so then what happened was in your 16 years of service in the Army, what it, how, how did that look for you, and what did you do? And then you ended up becoming a recruiter yourself, correct? Right. So the first eight years of my time in the Army uh, were spent heavily deployed. So I did two to Iraq, two-year long uh, deployments to Iraq, two-year long deployments to Afghanistan. So four of my first eight years in the Army was all deployment. Wow. Um, and then after that, I had a little girl. She was born right before my last deployment. Well, Miss Farah. That's right. And uh, decided it was time to take a knee. And so I re volunteered for our Army recruiting. I did that for five years. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for your service. And I don't, I don't think we can say thank you enough, you know, to you and all the others who have given so much um, to our country. And it's just something that I think that we are forever in debt and, and should have gratitude forever. So thank you so much for all that you've done for our country and that you continue to do, because I know that it doesn't stop even when you're out of, you know, if you're, well, I retired, I was honorably discharged. I never have my phone on. I left mine in the other room just That's for that. That's crazy. 
<laughs> it's because I was uh, waiting, I think, this morning on on a text, and I haven't been getting notifications on my watch. Yeah. I never have it on. So there you go. That's, this is like the one and only time <laughs> in the in the podcast you're going to hear that. But uh, unless Philip decides to edit it out, and then you may not hear it at all. So, uh, But no, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all that you do. So tell us a little bit, too, of of how you ended up here in Tulsa and how that journey has, what has your journey looked like up to this point in getting here? Well, I retired recently, November 30th of 2022. Um, and my daughter Farrah lives here in Tulsa with her mom. So it was a no brainer where I was going to go. Um, and I had been tossing the idea around of a second career in real estate. Uh, I had a an agent in Oklahoma city who now is a broker. Uh, Bailey was a huge influence on me. And so when and I told he's in the service too, he was in the service too, right? Her husband was definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when I mentioned to Bailey that I was going to be doing real estate in Tulsa, she said there was only one team to be a part of, and that's how I found you. And we're so glad, so glad. So you've been on the team now for a few months. Right. And you're a great addition and super excited when you were coming on board. Uh, even more excited now that you've been on board and, and you've just made a huge splash already and doing a great job. And I knew you would because your background with being able to work with people, talk with people, relate to people, um, that just pairs so nicely with real estate because really it's real estate, even though it is about the property, it's really more about the people. And I think at the end of the day, people that can relate to, you know, the people that are trying to purchase or sell their homes, that's what makes a great real estate professional as somebody who really can look at that person and say, what is the need? How do I help that need? How do I become somebody who is getting you closer to that goal? And knowing your background in recruiting and being able to listen to people, kind of like what you said about, you know, the army recruiter that recruited you, mm -hmm. you have to be able to look past, you know, just what that goal is to say, okay, that's the goal. But more importantly, how do I, how do I walk you through this process? And how do I get you to that goal where you look back and go, man, I couldn't have done it without you. So I think your clients are so lucky to have you and to have you in their corner and to be guiding them through that process. And we're really lucky to have you on our team. So thanks for being such a, and such a great guy. I love being here. Well, the other thing, okay. So talking about, uh, personality, one of the first things that we did when you first came on the team was talk about our Enneagrams. Right. And had you ever been exposed to that before? No, I'd never done an Enneagram before. That was a completely eye-opening experience for me. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? Yeah, I thought for sure I was going to be the same characteristic type as you and Chris, uh, being an enthusiast. I was positive. That's what I was going to be. <laughs> like a true enthusiast, yeah. yes. Uh, and it was my second highest trait, but what was really surprising was my number one trait was is a helper. And when you heard that, so those of you who don't know what the Enneagram is, it's kind of a personality assessment that gives nine different uh, categories. So each category is named according to kind of what that personality traits are for each category. And so um, it goes all the way from one through nine right. and each one is named something different. So you are a two, right. which is called a helper. Mm -hmm. And when you did the assessment and kind of got the results and you said, oh, a helper and I'm reading all this, how did you feel? Well, I felt intrigued until I got like to the cons of what a helper is. And I'm like, Oh man, that is me <laughs> That's yes. when I'm not in a healthy place. That is so me. Uh, and that's when I realized that I answered the test, all the answers correctly. correctly. Yeah. Uh, and then I've even talked to my therapist about this. So yeah. Uh, it was really boggling. Mind boggling. So what does me. your therapist say? Cause that's interesting too, because it, I mean, I always think like, this is something that we use. We use this to be able to communicate with each other, you know, to, to understand a little bit, 
better. I mean, a lot of people use it in their marriages, like with their spouse, but we use it a lot with our coworkers and knowing a little bit more about you, even just by taking this personality assessment, um, that doesn't mean that it defines you. Right. It just helps us kind of understand, okay, Michael is a helper, but one of the characteristics about helpers is that they have a harder time asking for help. Right. So, you know, while they're the ones who are always rushing to help everybody else, it's not always so easy for them to be saying, hey, I need help too. Right. And when we're not doing well, we get real resentful when other people don't volunteer to help. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's something I discovered and uh, I've learned to try to tamper down a bit. Right. But it's hard until you can recognize it. So mm-hmm. that self-awareness is huge. Right. So your therapist, was she like, oh, Michael, this is a bunch of, you know, BS or was she oh, like, no. oh, no, she had about 30 books on it up in her, okay. in her bookcase and cool. she like pulled one down and highly recommended it. It was about like um, what it's like to be a type two in relationships and at work. Yes. So she was like, I think you should read this. And so we Have talked. you read it? I've read some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, for me, like when I'm, when I'm thinking about Enneagram and, and like you said, I'm a seven, which means that 90% of the time I'm like really, really high. I'm really upbeat. You know, I'm really like a energetic, I try to focus on positive, but what I've found, and I think that it's self good self-reflection is always healthy if you can, if you can do this, but I really find myself, um, avoiding, I avoid negativity. I avoid, uh, not really confrontation. I don't have, I don't have a, a much of a problem in confrontation, especially if it has to do with like work things that I know it needs to be taken care of, but I just don't love anything sad. I don't love anything, you know, even, even talking about today being September 11th, um, for me, even before we got started, I said, I, I want to make sure that I, that I'm honoring everybody that I should, but I definitely don't want to be, um, also too peppy because I have a hard time sometimes in, in grave or somber situations, not wanting to brush right over it because it's harder or it hurts or it's sad that I tend to just kind of, kind of go as fast as I can over those sad things and focus on happy things. Um, so it's something for me that I've had to kind of reflect and look at and go, even though I may not like this, this is really important. And this is something that needs, you know, to be honored or it needs to be addressed. And so I think it's just, it's different to know when you're looking at your own personality types and being able to say, if I'm somebody who struggles here, when I'm going into that, or when I'm in that situation, I'm more aware now than I was before. So I think that's pretty cool that, you know, that you're, that she gave you some books to say, here's some ways to kind of get out of that when you feel yourself kind of pulling into that. Mm -hmm. So, so other than the Enneagram, what, what things being on the team have been something that you're like, Oh, well that's different. I can't believe we're doing this in a real estate office. Anything that comes to mind? Well, the second day of training here on the team, you held your opening of the summer pool party. And I remember when I was leaving your house that day, uh, you asked me like what I thought. And I was like, these people really like each other <laughs> and it's bizarre to me. And you're, you're just like, we're happy to hear that. It seems like, yeah. Um, and it, it, at first I thought maybe it was a little fake, honestly. Uh, Too good to be true. Yeah. But now that I've been here for a few months, like that hasn't changed a bit. You know, if anything, um, some people have started pulling me into the fold and, you know, showing me the love and stuff like that. So it's, it's been a really great experience. You know, I also think though that, you know, to your credit, you came in and like, there's some people, it can be an intimidating environment period going into a new place. Um, and that can be school, that could be work, that could be church, that can be, I mean, 
anything, whenever you're in a group of people that, you know, you're the newbie and you just came in and I'm so impressed because the way that you just started helping immediately was, it was just awesome. And to see you jump in and go, I can help with that. I see that need. I can fill that need. I can go show up for you here. I can go to an inspection for you. And I think, you know, if I was going to say, I'm so, so impressed is I guess the best word, but also it made me so happy. My heart was happy because I was like, he's going to be a great fit. And when you give to your, give of yourself to others, you're going to get that reciprocated here. And I really do feel like that's something that we have. um, That's super special that the love that you felt is because it was the love that you were giving to. And so I think that you have to give credit, you know, where credit is due and not, it's not always reciprocated because sometimes you're closed off and you're not, you're, you're a helper You've jumped in and you've really, you know, been there and shown up for different agents. Susan just broke her hip a week or so ago. And man, she's a go-getter and she's a busy, busy lady. And you have just, I mean, even silently when nobody else even knows that you're doing it, you've shown up for her and you've shown clients for her and you've, you've been there. And I just love seeing, you know, even when nobody's really paying attention, I see the things that go on, Mm. you know, out of the limelight. And you've been just a great addition for our team. And I'm really thankful for you. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. So, okay. So tell us, I know that you, that you have come into, um, a new thing for you. That's near and dear to your heart. Yes. That is right in line with the real estate. Yes. So tell us a little about, about home for heroes. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up. This is what I'm most excited to talk about actually. Um, and it actually is strange the way it ties back into nine 11, because uh, our heroes and Homes for Heroes aren't just military veterans active or National Guard or Reserve or, you know, prior service guys. It's also first responders. So your police departments, your fire departments, your nurses, your EMTs, um, and your teachers. Like, the people who are we always ask to step up in, the yes. t- in this country's time of need. The, all those and they that, always do. They always do. Mm-hmm. We went through it again, you know, when the pandemic. Yes. Those are the same individuals that all stood up. So um, that's why I'm so passionate about this program. Homes for Heroes is a great opportunity for those heroes that qualify to uh, not only get an agent that's affiliated with Homes for Heroes, which I'm a new affiliate agent of, uh, but they actually get a gift is what we call it at the end of the closing. Um, Instead of handing them, you know, a cutting board or something, I actually hand them a check. So if, for example, if we look at the average home in Tulsa is about $300,000. So they could expect a check for about $2,100. Wow. So for a new family uh, moving into their first home, maybe they can afford to go buy that fridge. Or maybe there's a sectional they've been eyeballing for a while that they can go pick up now. Um, and that comes out of my proceeds, you know, some of my commissions. And I'm more than happy to give back to those individuals uh, in that program. That is amazing. And what a great program because you're right. Those are the people that they always step up. And they're the first ones to say, we're here for you. And so being able to give back and saying, I'm here for you too, right. that's pretty special. It's really so exciting. How do they find out about Homes for Heroes if you are, so this is military and first responders and teachers. Yeah. And nurses. And nurses. Yes. Okay. Um, so you can just go to the Homes for Heroes website Okay. Um, and they'll direct you to, you know, your, you can apply for it and then they'll send your information out to affiliate agents and brokers in the area. That is awesome. It's pretty simple for them actually. Yeah, that will. And we want it to be right. So to be able to take advantage of that and how generous that is of you to be able to give back and, and want to give back. I just love that. And it just really shows your heart again. So, well, it makes me feel really good. Um, you know, part of the benefit of doing 20 years in the service is I'm blessed enough to have a 
income. Yes. Um, so, you know, through my pension and I'm, I'm also a disabled veteran. So I get disability from the VA and stuff. So my bills are paid, you know? And, and so I, I'm not balling out of control. I don't drive a, <laughs> I don't, I don't drive a super nice car or anything like that, but my bills are paid. My daughter's taken care of. So if there's any way I can give back to those individuals and in either like, I feel great about that. I love that. I love that. So paying it forward. Yes. Well, I am so grateful and I'm so grateful for you to be here today. And can you believe our time is already up? Wasn't that fast? It was fast. I told you, I was like, it's going to go by super fast, yeah. but we hope that you guys enjoyed this. And again, we just want to say thank you to all the first responders, everybody in the military, as we remember, you know, September 11th today and every day. And we just don't want to take it for granted. All the people that help and all the people that are continuing to heal and our thoughts and prayers are with you.